This week on the Push Wall Legs podcast, we talk about why Dan left Team Box, keto carnivores, are CrossFit Games athletes the fittest people on earth, and we let you into a little insight what we like for alcoholic drinks. Live with Dan Biceps Banner. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bud? Yeah, mate, I thought uh, I thought I would uh, I would address the elephant in the room because the elephant in the room. Shit. Yeah, well, I mean, Sorry, look, I I, we all early. know we all know <laughs> that you're really upset that I didn't choose Dan Meek Push Pull Legs podcast. I know, right? You're devastated. P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-
Tom's just fired a question. He's trying to bring it back with Dan. He's annoyed about something, <laughs> but oh, it's definitely not. It's definitely not the topic. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. Something's that. going through his head, and he was just rambling yeah. around. And I apparently spoke very limitedly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm just gonna shut up now." Uh, uh, but yeah, <laughs> life, mate, absolute life. I mean, stuff happens. You leave companies. That's what happens. I mean, yeah, it's fucking. It happened to Dan at first base. He left me. Then obviously, oh, uh, no, right? I mean, I'm still, I'm still at third space, kind of. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm there, heavily integrated. But your role has transitioned I'm, a lot. Though, I'm, yeah, I've, I've, I've right, since Dan's yeah. left, I've held about four different roles. So I was holding him back, you see, since I, <laughs> I kind of. I know you're just went up the ladder. Too much, too much weird, like ollie lifting at nine a.m. on a Monday morning. It's probably so. Distracting you too much from your actual work. <laughs> I know. Now I could just run off and blog. So, yeah. absolutely. So, so yeah, obviously, uh, you know, me and Mike can kind of pursue our um, our no bullshit approach to things in general. So yes, um, yeah, there'll be a lot more of that, and yeah, very transparent about how we do things and what we do. Um, but I would like to say that Dan isn't looking very transparent right now. Obviously, I've got on my video right now, and uh, I don't know, not not about your size, you. mate. Like absolute red. I'm not I, can, I can see your tan from or oh, tan reddish. Your arms, my arms, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going from yeah. he's wearing like a, a white vest. I put a, bit, a picture, and then it goes white upper body, and then heavily tan from yeah. kind of halfway down bicep. Mate, you know when you take the screenshot, make sure I'm flexing a little bit. <laughs> I'm not absolutely fucking nah, tiny. I'm right, it's fine. Nah, you'll get me like when yeah. I turn to the side. So, look, <laughs> um, so yeah, so we, like I said, we're going to be putting a lot more stuff out, and like you say, if you guys like our stuff, then great. Your support means a lot to us. Um, also yeah. means basically the Dan has been with the podcast longer than he was with Team Box, so I think I win. I think I win. Yeah, to be fair, I probably did. Yeah, but I can't remember when I started. We started when you were still at. That's space. Because we started in Dan's yeah. uh, bedroom. Whoa. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I think the yeah, first episode sure. was at my flat, and then we were like, let's do it. Because then you had a kid, so we had to be nearer nearer the child. So. That's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our times have changed. Oh, and interesting as well, actually. I had a message from someone the other day who listens to the podcast. And uh, this is how amazing awesome. me and Tom are at marketing. Um, she messaged me and was like, oh, I've only just started listening to your podcast. I think it's great. And I had to ask her, I said, just out of curiosity, where did you find our podcast? Because we have no <laughs> clue. Like, we're like, how do people hear about what we do? Because we don't, um, we don't shout about it at all. Um, because the, uh, one of the questions was, uh, she asked me, um, sorry, she, how rude of me. Jenna asked, um, Dan, uh, on the, the story I put out saying I'd left Team Box, she put, Dan, will, PP, would, will PPL be okay? I'm a new listener and will be sad to see it go. My Thursday morning dog walk wouldn't be the same. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's not going anywhere. Me and Tom will still be annoying each other until we're in an old people's home. Um, and she just put, oh, that's great news. And then I was like, oh, thank you. And I thought, also, how did you come across PPL? Because I was like, yeah, we just don't have a clue. Um, so she's put, I was, on hol- I was on my holidays in July and um, I decided to get a, a trainer. So I had to search on podcasts for advice on how to select one. I was like, okay. okay. I don't know how you would come across it. Like, so, <laughs> put, so I listened to a couple. Um, and then... Which um, ones did she listen to? Did she listen? She didn't say. And oh. I'm clearly not your intended audience. Um, she's put, I'm a nurse from Nottingham, but I love it. And there's always something I can apply to myself, even if it's just snack related. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, so yeah, she she's... Um, yeah, she's a listener now. Like, I think that's great. Like, not even a trainer, but someone who found it interesting enough to carry on listening to. I think, I mean, I don't know how boring a holiday was, Jenna, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think that's also, great. Like, because we also, don't we don't do any freaking marketing for the marketing for this. We don't know how to market a podcast, but um, still, ten thousand listens last month. Right? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, weird, ten thousand people bothered over a month to listen to what we have to say. <laughs> Every month. Mental, but. Also means we've also done a show of how to select a trainer, which well, no, I don't know if we did, if we have, or if like what what to look for in a PT maybe was the title, or I don't know. Like I just I just think it's odd. I've done that. I, to be fair, I think that's something that I would do if I was going to go listen to something. It's something that I've done. Like I just don't like through like barbell, sh- barbell shrugged and I don't yeah, know anything around there. I'll be like, which ones I actually want to? Who do I want to listen to? Or if there's a guest on, or blah 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 topic that. <laughs> vaguely interests me um but yeah generally 
Maybe. I mean, I really should. I really should listen to more podcasts because since watching more YouTube videos, I'm now better at making YouTube videos. So I should probably listen. To <laughs> I'm better at making podcasts. But I like people say people te- message me all the time, like, "Oh, um, do you and Tom rehearse it, or do you and Tom yeah. like have a script or anything?" I'm like, we literally rock up on a Thursday night at eight o'clock, hit record. You know and what go, I what should do? I should Instagram story like the script. <laughs> literally like it's like tom's out with my word. word over i can hear him talking, Wait, again, what we're going to talk about you make some notes it's probably about four or five lines of oh, shit we're going to go off on and we just talk about it like i got um, seven lines on man right. i think do you know what i think that shows mate that shows our friendship and it shows how <laughs> well we've gone that we can just do that um but yeah hopefully like it says obviously with with me leaving team box it's just kind of made me very aware that um that we do have people that do listen and are loyal and i just think yeah like i really can't thank you guys enough for following us like it it really is an odd feeling like again there's no egos here like we don't think we're we're better than anyone else we don't think we're particularly my invite to come on uh, muscle box radio is no longer about yeah probably not mate um but yeah i just think it's one of those things where like yeah it just makes me you know we're i'm always you know i think me and Mike and, and, and Tom, uh, to, to an extent as well, have got the same sort of personality type, really, and that we're very humble, and it still shocks me to this day that people care about what we have to say. Um, and I just, yeah, I just want you guys to know that having your support really does mean a lot, because it's the only reason we, we kind of do these podcasts, you know, is, is, to, is to help you guys and give you as much support as possible, and to know that you enjoy it is, is, is massive. Um, I'm not going to get all teary about it, but um, <laughs> it's uh, no, it is. And like, I think obviously, like with what's happened, I've just had time to reflect. And like the amount of messages I've had from people who have have just said good luck and can't wait to see what you do, and you know, love your approach to things and stuff. It just kind of really reinforces the fact that you know we have made the right decision. And and you know, like I said, hopefully it only gives it only means that this podcast will grow as well, and we'll do more and more. Like I've said to Tom, you know, when last week or week before we talked about ways we can kind of push this forward and try and actually do marketing for it and try and make it a bit, bit bigger than it is. Um, because we're here just on just the content and just you guys sharing it with your mates and stuff. So, you know, if you've done that, thank you very much. Cause it means a lot. So, um, obviously if people ask you for podcasts, you know, and you want to recommend us, we would love it if you did, because that's how we've grown to where we are today, believe it or not. Yeah. All right. Scary, isn't it? Mad. Um, yeah, let's let's fucking talk some topics, mate. Because uh, you're boring it's everybody. Be, with it's you. gonna be a short one today because Tom's tired. He came on. He was like, oh, "I'm pretty tired. I've had a busy day. I've had I've had two training sessions today. You know, two PT sessions. Hard day, isn't it, mate? Hard day for you. Two sessions. Uh, I did four, mate. Jesus. And I yeah, trained, exactly. I, yeah, four. I trained oh, myself. Two, sorry, it was two before lunch, wasn't it? Sorry, mate. Sorry, two before lunch, two after lunch. And and I was blogging and like being a blogger oh, in coffee so shops hard, isn't and then it, I had to go to a meeting oh and you had to listen I, oh, I had to listen and then they so, asked for my point of view and then oh, I was actually like cared. oh actually cared what you had to say no it's it. actually another facility brought me in to have a chat Dan man wow. I know I who would who would that be probably Hamley's a toy store <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're doing they don't need my help no. absolutely yeah. Harry Potter scenes out there at the moment it's great so they might just I need another, an extra clown in there <laughs> they're all like 17 year olds that work there what a job I was a lifeguard boring sit nice boring. just sweat 30 degrees in my flat right now and it's hot oh this, this is yeah. probably why I'm tired actually we, we chatted about that about the weather the other day like I, I hate people who, who moan when the weather's really hot you know when they're like oh it's too hot it's like fucking hell you wouldn't moan if you're on holiday yeah but but it has, it has been for like two three it, months now it has got to the point now <laughs> two, three months and it's like okay calm, calm down now like I've had mm. enough a little bit like it's fine now thanks we've had a good summer let's leave yeah, it at yeah. that let's just, um, just bring it back down to about 22 20 where it's, it's just nice. it's just the mugginess it's just the yeah. the, 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 the humidity is horrible um, you enjoy it. You enjoy it when you're away because you're normally near the pool or the sea, and you can just also when you're away. It's not quite blah, 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 as humid. It's not quite as like, humid when you're away. I'm just gonna jump in, blam, some boom, go, and then now I'm in London, and it's just we're always a couple of like degrees hotter because the, yeah. the heat just bounces off concrete, and it's just awful. I cycle, and I'm just next to a bus, just radiating me. Oh. Like, it's not yeah. cool. But if you get the tube, I think it's even worse. Oh, it's like it's, moving like, it's just a moving sauna. You have to like you have to go and stand up next to one of the windows, yeah, like the the door bit, and just try and get blustered. And that messes your hair up, Dan. You'd know about that. So oh, yeah. yeah, so we're going to talk about 
Uh, well, yeah, I saw a, a thing. Well, it didn't go straight into stupid things because I thought it was hilarious. Um, the believe it or not, if you look through my, uh, you can spot them if you want. And I do follow people and have them friends. I think on uh, if you're one of these people, then thank you very much. But their content amuses me sometimes. It's usually keto stuff. Um, this was a keto thing. Um, so it was uh, about keto carnivores. And when this post was written, Dan, what do you think? Um, so keto is spelt with a K. Guess what they spelt carnival with? Oh no, they did. Uh, they did. Oh, oh my God, marketing genius! <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. sign me up for that. <laughs> I am in. Keto carnival. Yeah. Um, it's not an approach I tried yet. Blah blah blah. Number of friends tried it. Positive results. I like having some carbs. Blah blah blah. Um, so this was about basically somebody just eating meat the whole time. Um, so, however, if you but the, the basically the title in the Times was an all beef diet cured my depression. All right, I'll let that sink in for a little bit. Um, an all beef diet cured my depression. Beef's great, but all the time not. Um, so it was like yeah, but it's only when it's wrapped in two buns, <laughs> top and a bottom with so, cheese on top. <laughs> so like. This, 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 they did go on to say if you suffer from depression or low mood and autoimmune, I can hook you up with people that have tried this and got good results from it. If you're if you've got like autoimmune conditions, then depression and low mood, hundred percent don't hook up with these people and go like see a medical professional. Um, and but I liked the the statement at the end is uh, some of the science says we can connect you with some of the science of why vegetables may not be as good as you good for you as we think. They are. Or is it we led to believe? Why vegetables may not be as good for you? It's just... I just... I, I just so Dan, talk, talk, me I through, talk me through an all-beef diet and what that might do to you. I don't know where to begin with it. So, basically... The, so and bear in mind, you've, we've, we've got the physiological factors, the biological factors of eating all beef, blah, 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 what actually happens in the body. And then you've got... Apparently, this will change you psychologically. So, there's two aspects here. Talk. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> So, firstly, the the, cycle, the the sort of the the mental aspect of the depression aspect is is one thing, which we'll get onto in, in a minute. But the 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 physical thing of eating just beef would be if you did that for a sustained period of time, that's not healthy for one. I would I would imagine this person might have done it from well, how long did it say? How long did it for? Maybe three to six months, something like that. Uh, May I didn't triple source, yeah. so I don't it could know. be yeah, it could be something <laughs> like let's imagine they did it for three to six months, or whatever, and they probably I don't know if they took a multivitamin with it, but they'd probably have to at some point. Like you wouldn't be able to get all the vitamins and minerals you need from just beef for one. Mm. Um, let's say they did it for a short period of time, and let's say that they're overweight. Well, if you are overweight, and again, I'm assuming they're overweight. I just an assumption I'm making, but let's say that they're, you know, by average standards these days, let's say they're overweight, right? Your body can store vitamins in uh, body fat. So when you release body fat, fat soluble vitamins are actually released into your body. So vitamin A, vitamin D um, will be released. Um, what am I saying? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just double checking that all, I'll get the vitamins right. I think vitamin K could be fat soluble as well. Either way. Um, so some of these vitamins can be released into the body from fat stores because they're fat soluble, right? So some of them are okay. Um, but the thing you have to remember here is that they probably, they, again, assumptions, probably would have been overweight for one. So they're now on a diet, right? I would imagine alongside a diet that you go on, when you go on a diet, you probably will increase your physical activity as a byproduct of that because yeah. your health, you're naturally a health-seeking individual. You naturally seek things that are going to make you better. So this person probably probably started walking more maybe took up the gym because they're eating more protein. They thought, oh, I might as well. Who knows? Just massive assumptions again. But let's assume they're a health-seeking individual. So they drank water probably a lot more. They probably ditched other things like milky coffees, all this other you know, other stuff that they weren't drinking, that they're not allowed to drink now. So they're just drinking more water. They're probably better hydrated. Um, all that sort of stuff. They're probably not eating as many right, calories so as they I've, used I've, to. I've, I've, I've found the article on Times Online. So... I'm such a good uh, researcher. Let's see if let's see if my assumptions are correct, and then we'll go look at the article. So right? it's actually right. so a chap called Jordan Peterson and his daughter Michaela. I mean, Jordan Peterson's the guy who wrote that book. He's um, Michaela's he's, in pretty good shape. Jordan Peterson's see. the guy who wrote that book. He's like a really controversial. He's a person. guru. Yeah, yeah. They they literally say lifestyle guru. 
Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, and basically, if you're eating meat all day, every day, you're naturally going to eat probably in a calorie deficit because there's no fucking way you're going to eat enough beef because you'll be sick and tired of the stuff, right? So let's say this person ate three steaks a day, right? And they were big ones and they were ribeye because they were full of fat, even like that, right? What are you looking at there? Maybe 700 calories each one. So 2,100 calories, right? Yeah. Plus you've increased your protein intake probably from the diet you're on before. So that means your thermic effect of food is higher, um, all that sort of stuff. So your probably net calorie intake is lower. Like I said, you're probably then act more active. So you're probably just losing weight as a byproduct of being on the can the carnivore diet. Um, and when oh. you then when you <laughs> when you then when you then lose weight, your depression and everything else is going to be improved because you now have a focus in your life for one of your diet. You have a focus probably on your health because you're starting to now think more about your health in general. You're probably being more active, getting outside more. Probably all those other things are, com- are becoming a factor with- involved in it. But then also you have the aspect of if you were to go on to like a more keto-based diet and less carbs, you have less spikes in blood sugar. You have less feelings of maybe lethargy and fatigue. Because of if you just eat carbs on their own, you can get a blood sugar spike and down. We've all had that feeling when you get very, very tired after eating a high-carb meal. You probably then don't have those feelings of lethargy through the day. So you probably feel like you've got more energy, which then doubles up as, oh, I feel like I'm not getting depressed anymore because I've got more energy to do more things in life, et cetera, et cetera. You probably sleep better. And all these things as a byproduct of that calorie deficit and sticking to a diet and being health-seeking leads to you then curing your depression. Um and actually, you probably could have done that if you'd have done any other kind of calorie controlled diet, including some vegetables, including some starches and in reducing your fat intake slightly with a well-designed kind of diet and nutrition plan. You probably would have got the same effect. But for this person, it was probably extreme enough that it made them become a health seeking individual. Whereas if you just said to them, moderation is really good. Make sure you just eat a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And you can have a few things if you like them. To some people, it's not enough. It's not extreme enough for them to, to wake up and go, I'm going to do this because it's extreme. It's something that's fitting in with me as an extreme person. Now, this person could be as well. They could have tendencies for extreme things. And it has to be extreme for them to do it. And when you look at all those factors, no wonder this person maybe felt better and was healthier overall, had better mental health. Because they're doing something that they're seeing results from, for one. They're doing something that's extreme, which fits their personality type. Um and overall, you can see how, yes, it could work. Um, I, but I would hypothesize that the person would have got the same results doing a vegan diet or something like that because it's just the extremity that, would be... it's just the extremity that they're going to or just saying, I'm only eating raw melon. You'd have the same outcome probably because it's just due to the fact it's so extreme. Yeah, I think it's, it's literally just a behavioral thing and they've realized mm-hmm. that, shit, this is, now I've got instructions that I have to follow instead of like freeballing it away and then like, all right, I'm going to do this, bam. Now, it's not like that. Suddenly, it's not like that. suddenly, you don't have to. It's the whole weight off their mind for their depression yeah. because they don't have to think about it. Exactly, and it takes away decision fatigue because it's like yeah. all you eat is beef. It's like there's no, there's no option. There's no sitting there at the fridge going. Mm, what do I fancy? No, he says well, I he eats beef, salt, and water. I mean, yeah, it's like well, but eventually, I'm, I, I, again, I would hypothesize eventually at some point he's going to need. Um, further down the line years down the line maybe some sort of of vitamin support mineral support like there's the guy um from mac nutrition uni we learned about this guy who fasted for 300 and nearly over a year over a year he fasted didn't eat a single thing that doctor says you're gonna die you don't lose all this weight he just stopped eating he only drank water and only at one point during that did he need medical assistance because of his potassium levels were, were a bit off um so you can do it. Like you don't need vitamins and minerals necessarily to survive. Um, but you need them to live, Dan. But yeah, yeah. To be <laughs> but I just don't think it's the right message to be giving people because this guy obviously would have stuck to it religiously, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. And it, it's just like, again, I think it, it comes back down to like the personality types of people. Like I've had clients before who you say to them, just control your calories and eat a little bit less of this, a little bit less than that. And they kind of go, Oh, is that it? It's like they they need something that's more like they want to feel that it's the protocol for them is the thing that's the difference. Um, So that sort of aspect can't be overlooked. Um, But yeah, it's just fucking. It's going to get people talking about like we're talking about it. It's going to get shared. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's got shared around. Like the the, obviously the lad that did it was a Canadian psychology professor. Probably knows about depression pretty well. So interesting. He didn't use any other tactics. 
to do that. But, you know, who would? Um, yeah, but I'd have you pay fucking stinks as well. Disgusting. Just think it's just, just boring just existence as well. Boring, Boring fuck. Are you coming over for dinner? Yeah, I'll bring me in. <laughs> well, get me a lot of ribeye in. What? No. I'm spending just, that much money yeah, on it's, it's just odd. I just I just find things like that so odd. Like, who wants to live their life you know, like that the rest of the day? I just know. can't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to survive, Dan. You want to live. That's what you want to do, mate. I'm not trying to survive. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Oh. Right, anyway, uh, the CrossFit Games is happening right now, mate. Um, also, oh, I, can, all... I can hear the shoulder snapping from here. <laughs> also, all like the European Championships have decided to all happen at once. They've, it's pretty good. It's like a mini European Olympics, which is happening. But, um, which is, leads me on to one of the... I, I've got a question about their but athletics and stuff. But CrossFit Games athletes. So T-Nation, always a, uh, a great source of stuff. Um, oh, solid source. I think. <laughs> they triple source everything, I'm pretty sure. They just ask around the office and then see who, who agrees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyone got a problem with this going out? Uh, no. no. Cool. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they put out a post, uh, which it went like 54% to like, yeah, 46%, uh, probably the percentages. Um, adding up to 100, mate. Maths. CrossFit Games athletes are the fittest people on earth. Yes or no? Agree uh, or disagree? Um, I think they are some of the most well-rounded athletes. I'm giving that. Yes, that's all I would give them. Um, it depends what you just. Dis- what is the definition of like fit or fittest? Oh, exactly. There isn't one, is there? Surely, yeah. It it will. It's, it's the, the classic. Purpose, right? It's the classic kind of. It depends. Um, sort of center offense, guys. Fuck. Yeah, it depends on what sport they're playing or what what is required of them. So for CrossFit, hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then you can't turn around to me and be like, well, actually, like Chris Froome, not very fit. Like, yeah, he's pretty fit for what he does, or he's pretty good, isn't he? Or like Mo Farah, the Usain Bolts of the world, or stuff like that. But are they the fittest all round? I would still. I think I, the, the only reason I say that as well, the only reason I think they are is that I think there's probably maybe physically some better athletes, potentially, you know, in other sports and areas mm-hmm. like that. But I think the mental aspect of them is another thing that sets them apart. Like they would literally, you say to them, run through that wall, they'll just fucking go and do it. Yeah. Whereas a smarter athlete would go, no, thanks. I'm going to hurt myself. They'll just do it. Like they have no, they have no concept of, I feel like I, I feel like uh, decathletes could be right up there because it's like 10 things they have to be shit hot at and it's like multidiscipline and that could be a good thing. Yeah. Some odd reason I do skew towards tennis players because they're actually like skilled and some of those and matches physical, yeah. and it's physical, yeah. it's lateral, it's fucking sprinting, it's multiple sprinting, it's powerful, like their mm. plyos are unreal. They probably have to be strong within a degree they're not obviously as strong as we would say powerlifty or strength man strength man mm. strong man strong strength strength man <laughs> strength, strength man strong. Uh, that's who i am at night mate um <laughs> but yeah I, I i would say up there as an athlete fits people on earth yeah i'm not too sure i'd i'd like to see if they're all are they is it all water tested is it bollocks? <laughs> yeah, so I think that's that, the other issue. That would might be my other issue. Um, as CrossFit, obviously CrossFit, like the the support they get, like if you're watching the games, like fuck, they get shit tons of people watching. Like fuck, there's that many people are a bodybuilding meet. Yeah. Bodybuilding is that what they call bodybuilding show? Show. I think it's shows, mate, it's not meets. <laughs> Prefer my bodybuilding meat. Yeah, hope I get hope I PR this time. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for like powerlifting or whatever. There's no chance that many people. It's like powerlifting happens in a little like school hall somewhere, and it's like brilliant. Six people turned up. Your nan, great. Who doesn't understand what's happening? But yeah, CrossFit. It's just everybody. They fill out a stadium, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I would tend to. I don't. I don't know why, because it's a element of a skill. I believe, like an athlete has to have. Um, mm. So, and I would say that a CrossFit Games athlete does not have. 
a lot of them it's all there's always going to be the hard work motto like oh yeah hard yeah. work beats uh Talent, 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 doesn't talent doesn't work, work hard. hard enough. That's the Exos thing, actually. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's oh. that's exactly. It was like, yeah, but talent doesn't have to try as hard, and they still probably win. Um, but that will happen within a certain degree. I feel like the CrossFit Games. Whereas I think like somebody like tennis, I, I can be like, I can't, I can't do that. No matter yeah. how hard I get, like how hard I try and how long I train for, I can't do that. I can't mm. be Roger Federer. If I train like fuck shit and like. Do loads. I think I could be a half decent CrossFit athlete. Half decent. I, I'd probably stop at taking the roids, so I wouldn't get all the way there. So yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't make it to any kind of challenge. I wouldn't make it to any challenge. I'd be pretty good, like within my block of flats. I think I'd probably be one of the best uh, <laughs> CrossFit athletes here. Yeah, that's I, about I, it. I, Bear I, in mind, I, we, I do have a gym in the ba- in the bottom of my building, so there could yeah. be some hidden. There's basically only a cable machine. There's not like, even a barbell in there, mate. So you there isn't a barbell in there, you know. <laughs> So I'd be really good at like, and the heaviest dumbbells, like, uh, I think the 20s. So. I wonder why you started working out there a lot now. <laughs> they've hit my, uh, they've peaked. It's right in my comfort zone. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do all my tension. Yeah, no. Fine, mate. But interesting question. Let us know your thoughts. Probably people like spitting their coffee out right now, letting their dog loose. Going, what? Mm. Tom, you got no idea what you're talking about. CrossFit Games athletes are the bomb. Also a bit weird. Like, Great physiques for like some of them, but yeah, weird. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean though. I do think like that's the thing I think with footballers is people obviously give them loads of shit um, for not being strong, and big, and all this sort of stuff. And it's just like when you can see what they can do with the ball and where they can put it, it is frightening. Like, yeah, I think the other thing as well that you never understand with tennis and football and things like that is just how how quick and and how elite they are in terms of their ability to put a ball on a on a fucking 2p right yeah. whereas with crossfit you're watching well that's hard i know that's hard that's why i kind of go that's really There's good also... but when you see the footballers not really running around much they're just but you see the speed of movement and like when you actually play it it's it's and frightening like almost... i remember there's a completely different aspect which i thought you were laying into but i'm not sure with you know but perhaps the crossfit athlete will get everything written out for them so that they've already yeah, got a script. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. does an it's athlete? Like you know coming. Yeah, yeah. Does an athlete? Uh, so they, they you're completely negating maybe the mental state of the game. So, well, yeah, like as a CrossFit athlete, you're never going to get to the point where it's like a penalty shootout. You know, last minute you got to score a goal to win the game, and that mental you know aspect that comes with it. But just from a point of view of like, I remember when I like again technically with a ball at my feet. Like I remember when I worked in football with in whole, at whole city. Like when I used to piss around with like the reserve team or whatever. There'd be some days where they'd be like, you can kick around the ball with them, you know, warming up and pissing around. And they'd be like, oh, you can actually, you know, kick a ball and you're actually not too bad. And then I remember one session, um, they were like, had odd numbers. And they were like, oh, Dan, just jump in on the other team for five minutes. And the speed at which the game played, and this is fucking reserve team. This is shit standard of like football compared to the World Cup and stuff. But the speed at which they make decisions and they move and all this sort of stuff was was frightening like i couldn't i was just like, like a fucking fish out of water like what the hell i can still like a passable i can shoot i can do all that sort of stuff but then you realize in a game like you and this is a, again a training at reserve i was like oh my god imagine what it's like when you're you know playing for england or whatever so when people say like oh just pass the ball to him it's like yeah no yeah, fucking it's... shit sherlock like <laughs> obviously it's not quite that simple because these people are so quick and they know what you're gonna do like scary when you, when you yeah, kind of because, because they're doing it all their life and these they realize that patterns start to happen even on football pitch but you've got probably 21 different variables on the pitch every yeah. single player that might do something different but patterns generally start to happen that, and it's being ahead of that pattern which is we talk about in decision making basically yeah. yeah interesting mate but i would say if if we're t- taking a rounded aspect of athlete no mm. um if we're looking at just like physicality and being like jack of a lot of fucking physical things, then maybe, yeah, I think they're pretty good. Why not? They can certainly run more than like strong men. I think in terms of health and fitness, just just our industry, yeah, health and fitness, they would, like, they would no, be the more well-rounded no skill kind of. involved, really. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm not saying that clean and jerks aren't a skill. Obviously, they are, but it's not like hitting a target with like dart that kind of thing. Oh, wonderful, mate. <laughs> I think darts players are really uh, the darts best, are, darts players are the best athletes. <laughs> Mate, they they can drink about ten pints and still hit that fucking board. 
That's Which true. brings me on to didn't didn't you you look like you're drinking alcohol on your last YouTube video? I was, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. What happened there? Well, so like we had this discussion. So someone like they were like, "Oh, but you don't drink." And I'm like, "No, it's not that I don't drink. Like I used to drink at uni. I drank when I was in London. Like I think it's not that I don't." I've drink. seen Dan drink a beer. It's that I don't particularly like the taste of like beer and wine and all the usual drinks. So when people sort of say, "Oh, you don't drink, do you?" I was like, "Well, when since I moved to Bath, I've never really gone out and drunk because I've never really had." I've not, I, I'll be honest, I don't friends. have any friends. I don't have any <laughs> friends. So, whereas, like, if I was to go, like, say when I went to London to see Tom Webb, we go out for a burger, I wouldn't just have a beer because, I, again, I don't like the taste of it. But also, it's just one night, you know, you're not going out, you're not going to enjoy a few drinks, you don't need that kind of level of, I don't know what the word is, I suppose, um, intoxication to kind of, like, wow. in, not enjoy the night, but kind of, like, have the, you know, all the stuff that comes with it. And... I'm not the kind of person who's just going to have a couple of drinks and then go to bed at 10 o'clock. It's like, if I'm going out, I'll have more than a couple of drinks and I'll enjoy it. And then I'll have, I'll deal with the hangover, whatever. But for the two years I've been in, in Bath, it's just like, even with cricket again, like after cricket, it's like, Oh, we've got a jug of beer. It's like, well, I don't really want any of that. Like, it's not really my, I don't really like it. And then what I'm going to have two beers and go home and go to bed. It's like, it's not, it's not worth it from that point of view. I don't think like in terms of calories and all that sort of shit as well. But and I don't always like always on the vodka cranberries. Like, well, no, that's really, <laughs> I, I don't like the taste of it. So it's like, why would I drink it? It's, I just don't understand the concept behind it. And then you speak to a few other guys and like, oh, I don't either. I just drink it because I'm a lad. It's like whatever. Um, <laughs> Who's just that? So well, I drink it because I'm a lad. It's just like yeah, I just drink because that's what lads do, isn't it? You just drink beer. Men men just drink it. And it's like well, okay, whatever. Um, so that's kind of my rationale for not really drinking that much. Um, so when you, it's not the kind of thing you can do in the evening, just go, oh, I'm just gonna have an amaretto and diet Coke and just chill out. It's like, you just do it just to get drunk. Right. So we had this discussion and Mike was like, well, let's just, let's, let's enjoy it. Like it's Laura's, it was, it was Laura's birthday kind of do. We had a few people over and he was like, let's just film it. Let's have a few drinks. Let's relax. And it was relaxing. It was nice. But again, since Mike's been here, it's been like easier to obviously have someone to drink with who drinks. Um, so it's been, it was good fun. Um, so yeah, I'm sure there'll be a few more of them, but also helps that i'm kind of not dieting as yeah. well obviously because if you're dieting it's just like there's no like you can do it but i just don't see the point in it um and yeah i just thought let's let's do it let's enjoy myself so Which brings me on to obviously dan is training age of about a six week old baby um of thanks man of for saying his his uh, perspective on the best alcohol not on training mate you didn't let me finish <laughs> so Interesting topic from two fitness professionals who probably don't drink as much as some of the people who listen to this podcast. Um, what's the best alcohol, mate? What What is the so, best alcohol for taste, for you enjoying it? Don't, well, I'm for, not going to be like, oh, I slim line during trees, guys. <laughs> yeah, enjoy well, like, oh, I got lo- obviously got loads of shit for it anyway, so it doesn't really matter because you guys all know <laughs> I drink. But um, <laughs> for me, like, the taste of amaretto and Diet Coke, it's like Dr. Pepper. It's fucking incredible. It's like, if you like Dr. Pepper... And you're stuck for an alcoholic drink. Ask for an amaretto you're diet coke. Stuck for an alcoholic drink. <laughs> um, so I like that. And then also Southern Comfort lime and lemonade is nice, um, okay. quite tasty. Um, I think most people like the taste of Pims, but that's more of a daytime summery drink. I can drink Pims quite comfortably. Yeah. Um, I can actually drink Shandy because the lemonade makes it sweet enough. That's quite nice. That's all right. I had a Shandy on Sunday, mate. Yeah. I could, I could, oh, I could no. have that. And then also like the. Like the fruit ciders, like the recordling, the old moot ciders and stuff like that. Those ciders are fucking disgusting. Do you not? And exactly, this is the thing. People are like, oh, they're too sweet. It's like, yeah, but that's why I like like squash. I'm from the perspective. I like sweet stuff, but I will not really like sweet alcohol very much. But I wouldn't drink them because they're just, they're like three, four hundred calories in a bottle, I think. It's ridiculous. Whereas the Amaretto and Diet Coke is just the Amaretto. Basically, like like that recordling stuff is basically our when we were younger, our Bacardi breezes and smoke Exactly, prices. it's yeah. exactly that. Yeah. And when I was at uni, that's what I used to drink, that's like VKs like, and shots. It was like, yeah. yeah. That, that shit, like um, WKD, blue WKD. Yeah. What the like, fuck was in that? Jesus Christ. That's the kind of shit that I drink because it's like, it tastes sweet, you get drunk on it and it's like, I don't I don't care about having a piss taken at me for that. Like, because again, like a pint of beer, like who drinks a pint of anything these days except for squash on a hot day? Uh, like, like, I me, milk, straight away, blam. <laughs> 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 Um, so yeah, I just don't like, I just don't like that side of it. So when people, when we talked about it, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And like we had Jaeger bombs as well. I don't mind a Jaeger bomb. That's all right. It's quite yeah. nice. Tim. I'm not uh, a Jaeger. No, I've done. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's personal though, isn't it? It's personal. I mean, yeah. Uh, but I think what killed it for me. So there's, there's a few instances that I have like, it's definitely a psychological thing. 
Um, so right now, I'm more of a, a wine guy. So I'm a red wine guy. <laughs> Ugh, I know, right? Um, I don't like yeah. sweet. I like sweet wine. I like port. I like wine. But And I've recently gone off beer a little bit more. But I would, I, I'm quite happy to have a beer. I like Guinness, that kind of stuff. Um, I'll drink an IPA. Absolutely fine. But on that case of like Jaeger bombs at uni, we did, uh, people have definitely been to Tiger Tiger. Um, we, between, I think three, four of us, we lined up 45 Jaeger bombs. And then had to see them off. So that's probably did. that's probably killed yeah. me off. Um. <laughs> I did the same when I went on um, when I was like eighteen. I went on a lads' holiday to Malia, uh, and I now have the same thing with Malibu. Like the smell of Malibu yeah, makes so... me wretch because of that holiday. Like it was just foul. That's Jaeger like... bombs for me, and it's, I think it's anything with Red Bull. So I can't do Red Bull Monster because it's obviously Jaeger bombs mm-hmm. Red Bull, and also if anybody's listening from Essex, um, I know there are some listeners there. So if you if you're as old as me, I know staggeringly, um, you will remember a club called Duke's Genesis, closed down now. But when I was younger, we used to go there, and it was fifteen quid entry, all you can drink. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> and basically, you you weren't allowed doubles, but we were, we, were, we were like what. Well, like, it's all you can drink. It doesn't matter what you have. Like, yeah, just... I'll have eight singles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, and we were like, I bet that was watered can down you, can so you much. Just, can you just all put it in the same glass? Oh, wonderful. wonderful. Um, I, bet I bet that was watered down so much. Like, uh, I bet it was, but you, it doesn't matter because you can fucking drink all of it. Um, but yeah, I, vodka Red Bulls were the thing that we used to drink a lot there yeah, yeah, yeah. just to get wired and drunk. Um, yeah, so I cannot stomach that. It's vodka Red Bulls, Jaeger bombs. I'm, I'm the same. Like, like any shots, like Ugh. Malibu's bad, but even like like Mike was like, "Oh, we'll get some Sambuca." I'm not doing it. So, <laughs> Sambuca's like, vile. That's even tequilas, like... oh, I just can't. No, just tequila. can't do it. And so, again, so a lot of my clients have been like, oh, "Get a really good tequila. It's really nice." And obviously, I'm sure me and Dan have the same experience of going to uni and being like not not the wealthiest people going to uni, but we probably bought the tequila with the little hat on. And because <laughs> because it had the little Mexican hat, and then that's it. But realizing that's probably the most vile tequila you can have. But, but a lot of my one, clients are like, like coffee one. We had this coffee one at the weekend, like a coffee flavored tequila from America. One of cool. my clients bought it over. Um, yeah, I got pissed. My client. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> she she bought it over, and um, we had some of that, and it it was like all right because it was coffee at the start, but then it, all you could taste in was tequila. So I was like, Bleh. I was like, it's minging, but. Yeah, like I said, it's one of those things where... I mean, if you then have, not, like, a cocktail, yeah, then espresso martinis are yeah, amazing. Yeah, like, and that's the kind of thing, is, like, I, I would do that, but again, for me, like, I always look at it as, it's also the cost element. Like, if you're going on a night out, it costs fuckloads of money, and you go, what, for what? And, like, yeah, you might have had a good night or whatever, but, but it's also why I think, like, I reserve that, or I would drink for, for days and nights that actually would be worthwhile, right? I think people do it every weekend. It's just like, fair play to you, but I don't have the disposable income to do it, for one. Um, and for two, it's like waking up every Sunday, like feeling like that, I'd hate it. So I think no. it's just an element of like, I like what you said, moderation or shit is boring. But, you know, I probably maybe drink three or four times a year and, and that's all it needs to be um, for me. Uh, I don't I don't think it, for me, needs to be more than that, for me to kind of relax and enjoy myself, whatever. Because I'd be, yeah. Even on holiday, even on holiday, like I wouldn't sit there and go, "Oh, I'm gonna have a beer today because I'm on holiday." It's like, doesn't it's not why it doesn't relax me. Like, I just have a diet coke. Like I don't care. <laughs> um, but I know some people are like that. They're like, as soon as they go on holiday, they're like, you know, get to the airport. And oh, mate, yeah, I didn't understand that. So when I went to France the other week, uh, I had a seven a.m. flight out of Stansted. Then I get people on lads' holidays. Fuck off. Yeah, it's great. Um, or like bachelor's parties, done that. Yeah, it's fine. But. I'm the guy who's going to order a coffee at half five in the morning when I'm sitting in there. Yeah. You're not with your children and your wife sitting giraffe at 5.30 in the morning, have a beer. No, that's not cool. That's just oh, yeah. weird. I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> I don't get that at all. But I will drink cocktails till the, sun, like, till the cows come home. That's, yeah, I'm not embarrassed about that at all. Fucking, they just taste good. It's great. Yeah, cocktails, cocktails are, are decent. Great, yeah. man. So, yeah, absolutely fine. Lovely, mate. Um, yeah, it kind of brings us drawing to the end. But there was also something I wanted to share because um, I thought it was. I'd just like to see Dan's perspective on this because um, I thought it was quite funny. Um, so, <laughs> Mike was to tell shared a post on uh, a, a lad who uh, did a hot dog eating contest, and I'd like to see. So Dan's like Captain Nutrition, right? Or Macro Man? Macro Man. There we go. Um, so if he ate seventy four hot dogs. 
So he, he did the the calories of this, the total fat, total saturated fat, trans fat, cholesterol, sodium, carbohydrate, dietary fiber, sugar, and protein. We're just gonna ask for whether Dan can guess. So he's got seventy four hot dogs. Uh, the 74 amount, hot 74 dogs. How hot big dogs. are they? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then these, how much protein do you reckon 74 hot dogs would have? How much fat and how much uh, carbohydrate? Fucking hell, mate. Um, one hot dog might have 10 grams of protein in. So 740 maybe protein. That's pretty or close. Look. I'll give you, I'll, 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 I'm pretty, I'll, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, what was it? 814 grams of protein. Oh, that's pretty clever. That's in that? the ballpark, mate. Yeah. Good. I reckon carbs would be, well, it depends on the hot dog rolls, but I, again, I reckon 25, 25 grams per hot dog, 75, 1,850 grams of carbs. Bang on, mate. Absolutely bang. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely oh, bang on. I'm and sorry. Say, Total carbohydrate, 1,850. I'm going <laughs> uh, to say. So if he works so out this, he should protein, be able to work it out, really. More, but. I reckon with 10 grams of protein, there'll be slightly more fat in, in the hot dog than protein. So I'm going to say 12 grams per hot dog, which means 888 grams of fat. Ooh, you're, yeah, that's your furthest out. Like by a long way as well, ish. Is it lower? Way higher. Higher, Hot, hot dogs are really fatty, dude. Like, uh, so 1,332 grams. Fuck, that is a lot, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like... Most pork sausages would like be ten grams of fat, ten grams of Yeah, but of we're protein. we're we're thinking like pork sausages, British. This lads in America, they're eating wieners. Oh, is it like Frankfurtery things yeah. like the oh, we're we're, okay. we're going wiener, man. Like they are oh, just calories in it though, that. Wiener yeah, so what the calorie consumption obviously. So if you if you did the maths you could work this all out, but Well, well mate, I've got my phone, haven't I? <laughs> Um, but fuck, now I know that about the fact that's a lot. So you're looking at 10, 35 grams and then yeah, probably... Yeah, because I, like, I like a wiener, but... 20, 55, but looking crazy. at... You're looking at 200, roughly 250 calories per one. So that's going to be, what, 18,500, 20,000? 20,000. 22,200 calories in one sitting. Fair play to him, that is. <laughs> that is good. Was that more than what Dan ate on his 10,000 calorie breakfast? Well, obviously, the name 10,000 calorie breakfast. I only ate 500 calories, mate. That was but... more of a dig of how much you ate. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Brilliant, yeah, yeah. Well, right. we're actually doing another one on Thursday night, so... Are you? What are you eating? I bet I can eat more than you. We're doing Saturday night takeaway version, so we'll Saturday see what happens. Takeaway. I mean, actually, this time I might actually have to eat some, so um, tomorrow I'm going to be eating light, and then Thursday I'll be fasting all day until we do it in the, in the evening. Let's see what happens. Do you know how the stomach works? You've got to warm it up. That's what the people say, isn't it? But warm up the stomach before you eat a load of shit. Maybe it works for me, that. Boom. Eat a couple of crisps. Keep it going. I'll eat loads tonight, maybe. (laughs) Nice, mate. All right. um, We will call it there. We're a solid, like, 47. We've gone over your commute, then. We can ramble, can't we? Fuck you. Fuck you, mate. (laughs) We can really talk shit. Absolute absolute, uh, knowledge bombs happening. Uh, Not really. Cover some topics, but... um, yeah, so obviously, the big news is Dan's got a new job, moved on to a new job, moved on. He's got a new job. He's just just separated himself. I've changed Massive. my Instagram handle as well. It's yeah, now I know. Dan, outrage. It's at Dan Biceps Banter. So go follow that. At Dan it's, Biceps. It's at, I'm going to change it to at Dan Biceps Banter dot PPL. <laughs> just so Tom doesn't have a meltdown. I got rid of the podcast bit because I was like, it's, it's too long for my eyes to consider, like, to look at. Like, yeah, that's what we were saying. Like, when we were looking at them all, we went with like Dan underscore BB and whatever. And then there were some that weren't available. And we kind of yeah, like, yeah. we can't have biceps and banner because it's too long. And it really annoys me when I see them. Yeah, long. same. Like, yours used to annoy me. So. It was like Tom PPL dot podcast. And I was like, this is just far too long. There, yeah. there would be a point where I'll just try and do Tom Hall um, and just do that. Coach T. Coach T. Coach T. Definitely. Coach T. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, that was. Such an Americanism, the point that. Amazing, mate. Yeah, just go Instagram. Dan's on it 24-7. Like, yeah, and if you want to look, uh, search our YouTube channel, then search Biceps and Banter on YouTube. And yeah. you'll, be, see, you'll see some funny videos. Funny some videos. Um, also, everybody, there's, I, mate, over the last... I, I'm, I'm guessing some people have contacted you and then people contacted me over about level three personal tra- training qualifications. Yeah, if anyone asks me that question, I just go ask them. <laughs> also, 
because I've also had quite a few people asking what I'm working on and no, I'm not working on a level three personal training qualification because I've asked whether we offer it. Me and you, whether we offer it. Um, <laughs> Imagine if we did. <laughs> I am I'm fully qualified to teach one, but I'd have to have one, but I don't have one. So um, yeah, I'm not working on that, but it will be something that's going to be very fun in the next, I don't know, six to 12 months. It'll be fun. Um, if you're going to be, if you're going to get your personal training qualify, qualification, I'm going to give a piece of advice right now. Um, it's generally what, I, so if you message me, I'll quite happily look at some and blah, 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 because there's shit tons of them out there and some of them are crap. Some of them are all right. Some of them are great. Um, some of them actually lead you onto further education, which is the ones you want to go towards. Um, yeah. But also, so if you're doing, if you're near a university that has a sports science, like, I don't know what you call it, people that do it. Um, department department <laughs> okay. you can read sports science at the uh, at the uni um basically what we're pushing for now is those those unis should run a personal free like personal free a personal training qualification or a level two if not both uh because believe it or not university students if you are one you fucking lack the personal skills and basically the soft skills to interact with people and clients when you come out and personal trainers on the other aspect generally have that when they do their level three because it's probably more about that um, and vice versa but some of them have got more knowledge but they will generally try and push you down that kind of way now I know Oxford Brooks are doing it I'm pretty sure I know Middlesex are doing it I know St Mary's are doing it so some of these unis are definitely doing um, then then if there's a facility near you that's pretty like reputable their personal trainers are near you ask them they're in the gym ask them where they did theirs um, if you think they're half decent and you follow their stuff, they're going to have an Instagram if they're a trainer, I'm sure. Just see where they did it. That's absolutely fine. If not, then uh, we just might... Just search for their name and then just search PT at the end of it and they're probably fine. <laughs> I mean, that's why Dan's got his job title <clears throat> at the end that's of his, uh, his name. So Dan that's it. So that's literally... <laughs> I really hope you put that in job title on like, applications for like credit cards or something like that. So, you imagine uh... <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right. Yeah. Hopefully that will help some people kind of start to get in the right direction of where they need to go. Um, go to a, a hub of learning. Generally people learn stuff there. Cool. Wonderful, Dan. You done? No, announce- no real more announcements. I mean, you spent half the show talking about it. So. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good, mate. <laughs> all right. Uh, we will catch you next week. See you later.